yeah, 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 yeah. Gone on you with the pick and roll. Younger Flame here in sickle mode. Hey guys, welcome to the Splashcast. My name is Grayson. And my name is German. And, uh, oh man, do we have some topics today. Took a bit of a hiatus back on the road. The draft lottery was interesting today, man. All the Knicks fans are disappointed, man. Me included. How the how in the blue? How did I don't know how the Pelicans even got it. Let me let me look at the results here. I think they had a six percent chance to get the number one pick, and uh, yeah, they did. And uh, didn't even try try and tank that hard. But do you think eighty? Now, since they got the first pick, no, I think 80, 80 still wants out, and I think they're gonna probably. I don't I'm know. not. I think they give him a because he's still signed, right? So I think we'll give him a NBA trade deadline. If things work out, I think then they won't trade him. But if things don't, then because yeah. he, he said he wanted out, right? Like, he's a valuable asset now, so yeah, but future picks, young stars, and the build team runs Zion, I guess then. Yeah, because Zion, Julius Randle, uh, Drew Holiday, that's not a bad team. Dude, watch the Pelicans be so stupid as draft, like, John Morant or R.J. Barrett, which is, like, but, like, they're Zion, you know? Like, the thing with this draft, it's so stacked. The first four picks are all-stars within, two, like, two or three years. I'm surprised. Four to, like, I know, that's really upsetting. I don't know if it's upset. I guess though I think they'll trade the pick just because I don't know. I think they don't want to like build young. They have LeBron who's getting old. So they probably want some like good pieces that they can build like they can make a run for a championship. So uh well it's never too bad to have like a Cam Reddish or like a Deon DeAndre Hunter or something like that. Yeah, but Cam Reddish kinda underperformed this season, I'm not gonna lie. For surrounded by R.J. Barrett and uh, yeah, I guess like, he likes shot band stuff, so I don't know. New York still got the third, so you guys might get R.J. Barrett, John Morant. So I think Not- I think the Grizzlies will probably take John Morant, so we'll probably end up with Barrett, which is still like a really good pick. A Canadian, the Canadian goes to New York. <laughs> oh, I mean. I feel bad for the Knicks. They've been like trying to take. We've just, we just been waiting for so long. We trade away Porzingis to get cap space. Looking back, it's a good move. Grace and getting feisty. We've been waiting for this pick forever. We had our guy. It was Zion, and now 2024, we'll get him in free agency. I'm calling it. Uh, who else? Atlanta got the tenth pick. And the eighth pick. They got yeah. eight and eight and ten. Phoenix got six. Phoenix to draft a, needs to draft a point guard for Devin Booker. Yeah. I and think that's big man. Yeah. You, know, you just need like a, either a good forward or a good like solid player on the offense. I saw this stupid thing surfing the web. It was like Russell Westbrook to the Suns. Uh okay, so you looked and traded Westbrook and Suns are giving them offers. I was like, What? No. no. <laughs> They all trip. That, that's uh, that's when you put on that trade finder and you just try to find the most ridiculous deals on two K. Yeah, a third rounder and uh, a scrub for Westbrook. That that's 
they can't really trade anything for Westbrook other than like giving up Devin Booker or something, which I think Phoenix obviously won't do. No. Or DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. They're too young, you know. They are. They're just like they need new management and then they'll be on the right track, to say the least. Oh, you see Golden State beat Portland today? Oof. They did, yeah. Well, big big surprise. Yeah, Golden State had 39 points in the fourth quarter, and Portland only had 23. Yeah, that'll do it for you. Lillard played bad. Not like bad, bad, but like not his one. He's been off. Ever since since the OKC series, he's just been like playing kind of trash. Like in the OKC series, he had a 48% field goal percentage from three. And then against the Nuggets, he had a 26%, which is not an all-star caliber shooting percentage. His game seven performance against the Nuggets, they won because of CJ McCollum. That guy played amazing. Jokic yeah. played great, but that wasn't enough. But in his, in, in his game seven, he played 45 minutes. He only got 13 points. He shot three for 17 from the field and shot two for nine from three point. CJ McCollum did? No, uh, Damien. Oh. In game seven. Yeah, if that, that like, series was basically just C.J. McCollum showing his true colors. If this, if this was on, like, Russell Westbrook, he would have got hit on so much. Oh, he shot this bad. Oh, because Damien got 10 rebounds. He says, oh, he was stat padding. Oh, he was doing this. But a guy like who Damian Lillard, you know, if he shoots bad, then no one says anything. Yeah, it's because Damian Lillard's being overhyped now. Yeah. He's not, like, he's not overrated. He's not underrated. I'm just saying he's being overhyped. As yeah. He's some sort of basketball god. I think he's yeah. You could you, you, what you're saying is right. He's getting um. How does CJ play? CJ had a, I don't know. I don't know. CJ was really good. They they're like the highest scoring uh, duo in the playoffs right now. No, I'm talking about today against the Warriors. He had 17 points, seven for 19 from the field, and one for five from three. Uh, I don't know. That's like I you know. Nerve game. Game one, most important game of the series, and. If that's true, Steph, uh, Steph showed that you know if Katie's not on here, I'm gonna go lights out. They can still perform. Well, it's like at the beginning of the season. I don't know. I don't remember who said it, but it was like now they have the star power. If someone has an off day, like another player can just be on. Like people could when, once Katie came on the Warriors and like he got the two Finals MVP and stuff, people completely forgot that Steph Curry is a two-time MVP and a one-time unanimous MVP. Unanimously voted the MVP. They forgot that he hit the most threes in the season once. People <laughs> most you know? playoff threes ever beat Ray on this year. So they people, I feel like this is gonna sound pretty bold, but I feel like people. Forget about Curry and how good he is. Yeah, we always forget about Curry. It's because all the attention went to KD and like KD's um, off-season rumors and all that, and like to the Knicks. <clears throat> like today, Steph showed he's Steph. He dropped thirty-six points and he hit nine threes. Steph did that. Steph dropped thirty-six points today against Portland and had nine threes. Yeah. See, that's. That's why people say he's the best basketball player in the world. It's because he can do stuff like that and just drop nine threes. Like, no one else in the league can do that. 
And then Clay also like got you know he because he he went from like being the second major guy on the Warriors, right? And then he's dropped twenty six points today. And then the game seven against the Rockets, he dropped twenty seven points. Was it game seven? Or game six? Game six because they didn't go game to game six. seven. They didn't go to game seven. They didn't go to game seven. My bad. Still but, mad about Rockets not winning. But... No. And talk. Let's talk about that real quick. People okay. Were saying, People were saying last year, oh, um, the Rockets were Rockets were the series if they had Chris Paul. Katie went down. Game five, they could have taken it, but Warriors, you know, they showed that the Warriors all on game five, they could they could always they could have taken their advantage of Katie being out and could have gone for the win. I don't know what they did. There were two I don't know. And then game six they should have won. Yeah. They were at home, right? No, it was in uh, Okay. But still, if there's no KD, you know, you got to win. If you said last year, oh, we didn't have Chris Paul, now you, you got to show up. You got to show up. You got to show up for these big-time games. and That's what they call Harden a playoff choker. No? Well, I won't say that. You know this. You especially know this. We always have this talk. About my Gantoni system, the Rockets, how I personally don't like his system and everything. It's either paint or three. They barely shoot any mid range game. If then when the threes don't go in, they end up losing. I mean, but, welcome to the NBA. No, I know that, but like last year's a completely perfect example. They missed like they missed a lot of threes. I think there was like two or three more threes. They they could have won the game seven game and could have gone to the finals. Well, you can't really focus on what if, but. I'm just, I, I know that, but like I'm just saying, like his system's not gonna. His system hasn't worked. Do you think the Rock gonna get a new coach? I don't think no. so. He's done. He's done an amazing job in the season, but every single time it comes to the playoffs, Mike D'Antoni's system does not work. Didn't work with Phoenix. Didn't work with Lakers. Didn't work with the Knicks. And it's not working with Rockets either. They're all season teams, and then when it comes to the playoffs, I don't know what happens. Maybe he's just not a playoff coach, like Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey literally won Coach of the Year and got fired in the same year. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, what if they kept Dwayne Casey and Kawhi was on the team? I think they'll still be in the position they are right now. Nick Nurse knows how to coach, though. Nick Nurse always knows how to coach. He was the assistant coach for so many years. He all he obviously has team chem with everyone. So yeah, everybody seems to like him down there. Yeah, I don't think I'm not saying. I'm not saying they did a bad job. You know. Raptors did a good job of getting a better front office. So they have a great front office. They got that big move GM. They can make Kawhi feel so comfortable. I honestly hope Kawhi stays. Kawhi is staying. There's no way Kawhi's not gonna stay. Well, like that that, uh, that shot he hit. Oh, greatest moment in Toronto Raptors history. One of the greatest moments in NBA history. Uh, I'd say it's up there. It's definitely up there. The only game seven buzzer beater. Yeah, only game seven winning buzzer beater. It's definitely. It's like four other times and whoop. I mean, to me, it's basically. I didn't. I didn't grow up with the shot. You know, Michael Jordan's the shot. You know, Cavs game seven or game six. That's that's my shot. That's the shot to me. It's just him fading over Embiid from way downtown. Ooh. 
Four, those four bounces? Oh, my God. Man was on him, and B got on him, and he took, shot it right above, you know, a bead, good arc. Oof. Those four bounces were the most tense moments of my life. I swear to God. First really? bounce, it goes over to the to the left iron. Oh, like, it's going to be a little short, but, like, it, oh. oh, he had that 2K bounce. Oh, you know what it was? You know what it was? What? Lance Stevenson just blowing in that rim. <laughs> That's what it was. It was Lance Stevenson. Thank you, Lance. I appreciate it. Oh, I feel bad. You know, B was super emotional after the game, you know. Well, I still love Embiid. I love Embiid too, you know. But you can, you can cry during your playoff games because you put your heart and soul into the game. He had so much emotion. You know, he felt like I could have won this game. You know, they could have. They easily could have won that game. They it were down like neck. I believe the first half, I believe, or something. Yeah, it was neck and neck until Kawhi just said, no, "I don't want overtime." Just took a shot. I don't know <clears throat> this was like one of the this was like the third highest um third highest uh points scored by a single player in a series. Yeah, two forty three, right behind uh, Michael Jordan, two forty six, and then Kareem is like doing Kareem stuff down there. Such good defense and such good offense, but top three player in the league. No doubt. Definitely. I mean, he's got Jordan's mid-range. He's got he's insane lo- defense. He's loved a good three-point shot, too. He's got a good shot as well, of course. I mean, you have to these days, really. Dude, even big men have to shoot from uh, from behind if they don't. Yeah. Sixers have a three-point shot. Sixers, their only three-point shot is JJ and, like, JJ, Jimmy, and Joel, I'd even say. Joel can shoot from there. I've been hearing some rumors that Jimmy is either looking, because he's a free agent. Yeah. He's either looking, uh, I think, Nets, Clippers, or stay on the 76ers. How much money do the Nets have? Next. <laughs> the oh, Clippers. Dude. I mean, Nets. He, he, said, he said he wanted a max contract wherever he went, and... Uh... You want to know which I, team's got the most cap space? Uh, I don't know if he's going to go to the next. Anything's possible. I don't know, buddy. You saw that today. Pelicans. Cool. Getting the first pick, dude. Pelicans are Zion, AD in the front court. Nah. They're not going to get it. AD's leaving. No, but AD has one year left in his contract. Oh, this is his final year? I believe so. I could be. I'll check right now. I believe yeah, so. I don't think he's a free agent. No, I don't think he's a free agent. Because uh, what do you think Kyrie's going to do in the offseason? Uh, probably stay with the Celtics. I know it's the joke that he's going to go to the Knicks, but uh, I don't know why he'd leave the Celtics. I don't know if the Celtics want him again. Honest. Well, I would. I would say Um... They did better without him. That is true. Twenty-one free agent, so he has a lot. Uh, next year's last year with Pelicans. I, I don't know. Things work out, and then you know he tells the front office, "I feel comfortable now. 
you know, and they start feeling comfortable, I think they might they might not trade up. Oh well, well, we'll see. I mean, this uh, this free agency is gonna be insane this year. I cannot yeah. wait for summer. Could this this seems kind of unrealistic, but what if the Lakers trade their fourth pick, couple young players like Lonzo, maybe Josh Hart, Kuz Ingram, and then they get AD? No, that's giving up a lot. That's giving up basically their entire starting roster for. A and, and yeah, fourth pick. That's like, oh no! Again, an all star in this. Oh, year. They get the first and the fourth. Two top. That's yeah. That sounds kind of nice. I it's a good. Is it a good trade for the Pelicans? This is a big question because you're giving up what you thought was going to be your franchise player. AD's made, it clear. AD's made it clear that he wants to leave. And if you get such young players and a draft pick, I think it's a good trade for them. Okay. Mm, you know, my thoughts, my opinions. I feel, I feel like it's definitely a good trade if AD wants to leave and is set on leaving by the time his contract's up. Or by the time of the season, if he wants to leave, I don't know why. I have a Knicks. I have a feeling Knicks are that are those uh, are those that type of management that would like draft Cam Reddish at the third. <laughs> at the third pick. <laughs> are you, dude, German? Didn't they draft? They Prisinga? are that Everyone's like, boo, boo, when Przingis trying to be a god, demigod, but they still traded him. So um, that, that was to clear cap space and stuff. Money in the league. I'd say, I'd say, when I got the news that he was traded, I was devastated. But looking back, it's a good, a good idea because now you can land like two superstars. Oh, did you hear that? Christoph Persingas was jumped and assaulted outside of a club. Yeah, no, in a club. In the club. Yeah, in the club. And this is- they like took it outside. Since um after a video showed the seven foot three four with a bloody forehead, the Maverick said Sunday is our understanding that Kristaps was jumped and assaulted outside of a club, yeah, and he left. was he was jumped. I mean, Ooh. I don't know who in their right mind would pick a fight with seven three Kristaps Porzingis, but Porzingis didn't do anything. I I don't think he did. No, I'm just saying. Who, who would you would you want to pick a fight with somebody that's seven three? No, not even someone like such a popularity, such caliber, you know? It's not a smart idea to do. Yeah. Jump anyone, it's not a smart idea to do, in general. Uh, yeah. Um, don't hurt people. Violence is never the answer. Sorry, <laughs> don't do it. Oh, dude, the series, uh, Bucks and uh, Raptors is going to be so interesting. I think it's going to get seven games. It's going to seven games. It's either going to seven games or it's going to five. I think it's going to go to seven games. I know. But it's either – it's going to be – I don't think anyone will get yeah, three. I think it's one of those series. I, I'll, like, it'll either be a short series or a long series. I understand what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's either going to seven or it's going to five because I don't think any t- any of those teams are, have the ability to get swept. The Bucks are such a wonderful team. The Bull – Around Giannis, such beautiful name. They have Giannis, guy that can drop the paint, play, pay the, uh, play the paint, and block, doesn't do anything. So, like, he could drive 
And then once people collide on him, he can kick out for the three. They have such a good three-point shooting around them. They really do. Chris Middleton. Eric Bledsoe is a great perimeter defender. This is a great center that can shoot. Splash Mountain. Yeah. I love Eric Lopez. Because uh, I think uh, the Bucks took the most threes this season, I think. I could be wrong. I think it might be top five. I know they took a lot of threes. I don't think they took the most threes. A lot of threes. I mean, the game is threes, but oh, wouldn't it be the Rockets though, or like the Warriors? No, the Rockets take a lot of threes too. Yeah, as a team, I guess yeah, team threes. I mean, this season we've taken more threes than the entire nineteen eighties, which is nuts. That line. I mean, I don't know. But do you think Kyle Lowry is like underrated, overrated, or just rated fine? He's rated fine. No one's really talking about him. I don't know. He, he hasn't really showed up. You know, he plays great this season. You know, he's second in assists this year. Yeah, I don't know. Is he second in assists? Yeah, he's two second in assists. He had like 8.7 or something. Then Russ had like 10 or 11. Oh, yeah. Russ is, like, leading everything, basically. Triple-double. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> stat padding. You're not stat padding if you're going and getting the ball first before someone else does. Oh, technically. Technically, I mean... I mean, if you, if, you get, if you get the ball before someone else does, you're not stat padding. That's true, I guess. Yeah. Dang, I never thought about it like that. It's nice. Well, it's gonna be tough. I don't know. It's confusing. <laughs> so the Nuggets and uh, Trailblazers series, what do you think about that one? Uh, it was a good game seven. There wasn't that I many thought- three. I thought it was like I think there's only like three or four threes in the whole game or something like that. Each team or something could be completely wrong, but. I felt like the wrong team won. Huh? I felt like the wrong team won. I think the Nuggets should have won. Okay, I finally from Bottom of my heart, I feel like the Nuggets should have just destroyed the Trailblazers. Oh, the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets should have won, but I think the team's young. They have a good core. Um, They'll have a good chance next year again. They have a good system. They play well. They play proper basketball. They play basketball the right way. They're well-coached. And they have the Joker. Joker. Jamal Murray works really well with uh, Jokic. And they yeah. have Millsap. They, have big, they don't have big name players, but they got... They have some, I mean, they have the Joker, of course. Also, it's mm-hmm. Great passer. Basically everything you want in a big man, really. Yeah. Jamal Murray, you know, he's a good player. He has, I feel like he's, he's better. Like he's a better like co-star. Like I don't he think has, he could be a star. He's yeah. They run the pick and they run the pick and roll a lot, and they just find like Jokic down low or like Jamal Murray takes the shot. Um, you know the the 
Portland and Nuggets game seven. They shot so bad from three. Denver had two threes the whole game, and they took 19 threes. That's like 11% shooting. And then the Portland had four threes, and they took 26 shots from three-point land. That's, That's trash. Steph, That's so Steph Curry won game cut nine. <laughs> <laughs> you got more than the entire game seven. <laughs> they got six threes in the whole game. That game was all mid-range. It was like, it, it reminded me of classic basketball. You know, made me happy. Mid-range game. Beautiful. Game. Beautiful, beautiful game of basketball. I think that's how Carmelo got washed up and everything. It's because people stopped playing the stopped playing the mid range game. He came to catch and shoot threes. Came to pass on the ball. He was an ISO scorer in the uh, in the post mid range. You know, one of the best ISO scorers of all time. I believe if the game was like a mid range game, I think he'll have a spot on a team right now. I mean, you see him warming up. You see him like his highlight videos. Hoodie Mellow, guys. Mellow's back. Hoodie Mellow. No, Hoodie no, Mello. hey, no, no, no. It's Beanie Mellow. Beanie Mellow's the Mellow right now. But I'm talking about in the past. Hoodie Mellow. Mellow's going off this season, guys. Hoodie Mellow. <laughs> Did not happen. Well, uh, yeah, I was posting all these workout videos, and then. I don't know. I, I feel like bad. Mellow's better. The way his created it up and. Him knocking a roster spot. I just feel bad. You know, that's such a great vet. He just needs to retire. I mean, I, I, I feel like he should play on one more. One more, yeah. This is my last season after this summer time. And then the whole banana boat. Oh, no, wait, LeBron. <laughs> oh, you know. The second banana boat to retire. The. When uh, LeBron and Wade and Bosch first joined the Heat. Instead of Bosch, it was supposed to be Melo. But Melo, instead of signing a three-year extension deal, he signed a five-year extension deal, so he could never sign with the Heat. <laughs> he, took the, he took the money over the he chips. The money. He took the money over the champs, over the rings. Yeah, so, like, and it's like I feel like it's his fault that he hasn't won a ring. Because, like, when he was, like, young, he was went with those more money and more opportunities. And yeah, he, more. he was a money player for sure. He left Denver to go to the Knicks. Money plays, big city. Then he always thought he's always he was always uh, always about the points and stuff. And then the winning just like faded away. Yeah, and it's not even like oh he just wants to win it with the Knicks. No, it's like he wants the money. And he wanted the money. In college, he was a winner. They won uh they won the NCAA championship and everything. He was a winner. Yeah. But, I think once he got the NBA, he was on the Denver Nuggets. I don't think at that time they were good or anything. And then, like, you know, he, he, he like, I don't know. Like, you know how Devin Booker, he's like, he learned that he has to tank to get good players. And then, so for that reason, he's such a great player, but the team tanks. And then that, that, like, that loses your, um, that takes away your winning mentality. Yeah, your moral, too. It's because um, when he got like the seventy point game, they lost, but the team kept feeding him to get them his seventy points, and they celebrated after. Who celebrates after losing? <laughs> Knicks did last season, and they didn't get Zion. Like, if you're the Suns, your guy have seventy, and you still lose. That's not good. No, 
I mean, you can't celebrate after that either. But Devin Booker is like, yeah, I don't think he could be good on any other team, really. Uh, I think he'll be good, but I think he won't have that winning mentality right away. He'll have, he'll have to develop it. Like, like let's uh, example Kawhi. Kawhi got traded from the Pacers to the Spurs. The Spurs Kawhi. never, yeah, Kawhi. He never um, tanked. The Spurs never tanked. They never. They've always built a good team somehow, some way, and they always develop great players under Pop's system. Pop is always a winning, uh, a winning type coach. And guess what happened? He developed the winning mentality. He won a chip with the Spurs, and he won a ring with the Spurs. And then he came. Uh, he won Defensive Player, and then he got the Finals MVP. He came to the Raptors, and his mentality is about all winning. You guys, I don't know. I don't, the tanking thing in the NBA, you can't stop it. It's, I don't it's think, like it's like actually ruining the NBA, though. Yeah, like pe- players are developing a wrong mindset right now. Tanking mindsets, it's kind of plaguing the NBA. Coming from a Knicks fan, it's like definitely not a good thing. Definitely not a good thing. But I don't know how else we're supposed to get players when. I mean. You can try to play your best. If you suck, you suck. <laughs> like, next, I honestly believe the Knicks do suck. Like, what I see from the talent perspective and everything. Um, the Knicks are bad. The Knicks are not a bad, like, they're not a bad basketball team. Like, people don't understand this. The Knicks are not a trash basketball team. The Nets are a better New York team. The New York team in New York is the Nets, not the Knicks anymore. The Knicks are the big franchise, flashy and everything, Madison Square Garden. But Nets are the team right now in New York. You know, same with the Clippers right now. But I think next year is going to be completely different. I think the Lakers got uh, a better coach. You know, they got the fourth pick. And I think they're going to get like their mindset right. The young players are going to develop better. And I think the Lakers are going to get the team back in LA. So be a Lakers team in LA. I personally we'll see believe the fourth pick, Cam Reddish. I personally believe the Clippers should move to Seattle or something. What do you oh, think? Yeah, we'll bring back the Supersonics. And then Adam Silver said himself that he wants another team in Seattle. He said he want, He said uh, he wishes there's a team in Vancouver, too. So. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I, I meant Vancouver. So. Yeah. I don't think the Clippers will come to Vancouver, but I think they'll go to Seattle. If they go, if they do go to Seattle, it's good. The the, the only Lake, Lake uh, Ellie only needs one team. Yeah, it's true. Because yeah. like, uh, like Nets, yeah. are, Nets are not in New York; they're in Brooklyn. They play in a different arena. The Clippers play the exact same arena as the uh, Lakers. You know, the, the Lakers have banners of, of their championships and everything and the exact same arena that the Clippers have home games. So. That's very true. Do you imagine being like a, a Clipper, like a, a Clippers player? Like, oh, man, I love playing in the Lakers arena. Because you look in their rafters, there's like no championships, no yeah. Hall of Famers. It's like Kareem, Magic, Wilt, Shaq, Kobe. Yeah, you see like sixteen championship banners, conference finals championships. Just like, love being a Clipper. This is great. It's yeah, uh, remember Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, Michael Jordan Jr. Michael Porter Jr. Oh, yeah, 
the Nuggets drafted him in a late pick. Supposed to be a top pick, got injured. And he said he's ready to play for the Summer League. He was projected to be like a top three pick, but then he got injured and like medical reports, you know, didn't show him like, you know, he was healthy or anything. And then yeah. he, he fell back, right? Death by injury. Yeah, but I think he, he's going to come back strong. I think he's going to play good. People completely forgot about him. I didn't even like, know that guy. Yeah, I just just remembered. I literally thought you said Michael Jordan Jr. So that just goes to show uh, Michael Porter Jr. People forgot about Fultz too. Markel Fultz with the bro jump shot. Oh, no, he's gone. I feel bad for that guy now. I don't think he's... Uh... I don't think he's gonna be. I don't. I just. I think he's gonna fall out of the league personally. Yeah, I guess. But Trey Young, Luka Doncic, uh, DeAndre, um, Ayton, Marvin Bagley. There's so many good first year players that there were this year. You know, I think the NBA has a good future ahead of them. Definitely, and we're seeing we're seeing the new wave now. Yeah, and this year we lost. Yeah, we lost two of the greats in uh, Dirk Nowitzki, Dwayne Wade. I don't know. People, people don't talk about Trey Young, Trey Young enough. He can, he can shoot the ball. He can pass the ball. I think he was top five in assists in the league this year. Was he? Yeah, he was. I'll check right now. Because well, uh, people love to talk about Luka Doncic because he's the rookie of the year. Yeah, no. Rookie of the year, but Trey Young's gonna be a front runner. But Trey Young had so many clutch shots and everything at the end of um so many game winners and everything. Ice tray, ice tray. That that guy's nice with the man. That's Definitely. But I mean, he can shoot the ball so nice. He can pass the ball. He's smooth with it. You know, he has good dribble moves and everything. Yeah, Trey Young's fourth in assists in the league. It goes Russ with eleven assists. Kyle with nine assists, then Chris Paul with eight, and then Trey Young at eight. And then Drew Drew Holiday has eight. Drew Holiday? Yeah, he was top five in assists this year. Drew Holiday's underrated. Drew's a good defender, great defender. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, Trey Young didn't get like 676,000 All Star votes like Luka Doncic did. Yeah. Uh, who who do you think is gonna be defensive player of the year, or who's your defensive player of the year? Tough to say. Um, I want. I obviously I want to say Mitchell Robinson, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. I think it might be Paul George. Paul George even a runner for that? Yeah, he led. He's he's leading the league. He led the league in the steals. No, he didn't. Paul George. Yeah, he's a great. Can I watch basketball, bro? He uh. Can I watch? Watch trash ass Thunder basketball. Oh my god! Oh, that hurt. he has two point two steals per game, and one of the best um perimeter defenders in the league. His length and everything uh-huh. helps him so much. I just, I guess I never hear how good of a defender he is. Yeah, it's, I think it goes um. I think. People forget about defense so much. You know, Colleen James running the MVP and everything. You got to look at two-way play. Giannis, he can score the ball and play defense. Quiet, score the ball and play defense. Paul George, 
score the ball, and play defense. KD has become a better defender because he has to do less scoring on the Warriors now, and now he's been blocking shots. People forget there's two sides of basketball, and completely forget the most important side of basketball, defense. Defense wins you games. What's not true? Best defense, best defense is good offense. That's my motto. Defense uh, creates offense. Uh, got me. Damn. Because you play defense, the other team is a shot. You grab rebound, and then you score. And a fast breaks. No, but what if you're just scoring, 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 scoring? Well, that's the all-star game, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But no, I mean, like with the Rockets, like score, 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 score. They don't have. Matt P.G. Tucker. Last year they played good defense. This year they got better at the near the end of the season. Yeah. But I, Trevor Reza, big part of the team. Also nervous too. He's a good defender. Clay Gripal's a good defender too. Paint defender. Yeah. Rim defender. Defensive player of the year will be Paul George. Well, I still want to say Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> Knicks fan, Knicks fan. Knicks. You lead the league in blocks. No, he was second in blocks. Mod Turns led the league in blocks. Mod Turns can also win, I think. Well, he led the league in rookie blocks. Yeah. But I don't so, know. It'll probably be like, I'll just give it to Paul George. I'll feel bad. He didn't win the MVP. We have a defensive player of the year. I don't know. Paul George had 28, point, 28 points per game. He led the league in steals. I think he's going to be a top three MVP candidate, but I don't think he's going to win it. He's going to go to Giannis. Yeah. Yes, uh, Giannis, that's funny. Harden. I don't know. No, I do. Sorry. Giannis, I know Adam Silver. Giannis can play some defense. I mean, Harden's gotten better. Harden's not bad. He's improved a lot. I'm not going to lie. He's gotten better, but that's, he's, he's gotten way better. Yeah. But he's second second. Well, that's I don't know if that really means it. Maybe Draymond will win it again. Draymond, <laughs> he's trying to get that. <laughs> <laughs> Never know. I mean, the league's crazy right now, so it can go any direction. Um, the Warriors might fell or fall apart. It might be their last run, I guess. Because I no matter saying like if the the balance of the league is going to be amazing. It'll be a two-star league. Every team will have almost two stars pretty much. Uh, Spurs. <laughs> Spurs. They, they only have one. Uh, they have LA and DeRozan. Oh, yeah. Silver soldiers. Damn. Okay. Only reason why the Nuggets are not... Spurs cheese won seven games. That's true. What about what about what about hold on? I got I'll hold on. I got you here. Oh Knicks. Knicks don't have any stars. <laughs> Coming from a Knicks fan. Maybe the future, maybe the future. Oh dude, in the future they're gonna have three stars. Kevin Knox. Uh Frank French guy. Still can't pronounce his name. And uh, 
Zion when we get him in 2024 free agency? I guess so. It's happening. It's going to happen. He's going to sign. He's going to go to the Pelicans, and he's going to hate it there. And in 2024, coming to the Knicks, coming back home. His home. He's coming home, baby. Who do you think is going to be the coach of the year? Coach of the year, I think that'll be the last thing of this podcast. So, who do you think we coach of the year this year? Coach of the year. Mm. I'm go to either Mike Budenholzer, Bucks coach, Michael Malone, the Denver coach, Nick Nurse, uh-huh. Toronto's coach, Doc Rivers, coach, or it could go to. No, that's it. That's all I can see, actually. What about Dwayne Casey again? I mean, he basically, like, reformed the Pistons. No, but he won't be coach of the year. They didn't win enough to be coach of the year. You don't have to. No, you have to win be coach of the year. I mean, they made it to the playoffs. No, they made it to the playoffs. It's such a like, I team. They made it to the playoffs, but... Nick, I really want to say Nick Nurse. Because <laughs> I'm so, I might be a little bit biased. I think it might be uh, Michael Malone, the Nuggets coach. For what you did with that team, that young core made it so far, I think it might be him. I mean, yeah, they only had one player that has been to the playoffs, Paul Milso. Yeah. Oh. And they took the Portland Trailblazers to a game seven, so that's like worth something. And they were the two seed. Yeah, that's true, true, true. That's huh. Michael Malone, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can see Michael Malone being the coach of the year. Yeah, I can see him or the Bucks coach maybe too, because like what he did with Giannis and not having any other real All Star like um, Chris Middleton's borderline All Star, but like he did, he, they made a good team around Giannis and then they had a good coaching staff and everything. Yeah. Uh, I still think it's going to be Michael. You make a good point for Michael Malone. And of course, Nick Nurse could obviously be a coach of the year. Because didn't they have like um, Jason Kidd that did really bad? And they got, um, and they got Mike Budenhoser and then first seed. So, I don't know. Isn't Jason Kidd on the, he's the assistant coach for the Lakers now, isn't he? He's part of the Lakers coaching staff, I heard. I'm, I'm not sure if it's confirmed or anything. Yeah, he's, he's the. Assistant coach. Yeah, he thinks he's uh, he's high on Lonzo Ball, so I think it'll be a good mentor for Lonzo Ball. Because I believe Lonzo Ball's a great passer, great defender. I think he needs to be more aggressive and like needs to score a little bit more. That's that's all. He can rebound yeah. the ball. He can play defense. He can pass the ball. He has great vision. You know, he makes great full court passes and transition and everything. He's improved, improved his shooting. Still not where it needs to be, but. Yeah, like in college, he was like, they were like, oh, this guy's the next step kicker with the shooting and everything. Broke, broke ass form, but. Chino Hills. Chino Hills. Mellow ball. Bring back, bring back the Chino Hills offense. Um, I want to see. I wonder what Chino Hills offense would look like in the NBA. Yeah. Super fast pace, high tempo. Fast pace, um, pressing all the time. Yeah. Your, your players would be like drained. But it'd be interesting because be, like see. there's no like fast fast pace offense. I feel so ball. I feel so ball. I said ball so, instead. 
bad for Lamelo and Leangelo. Lamelo got no college offers because of his dad. His dad messed up his future career so much. He had a UCLA commitment, UCLA commitment back in high school, and then his dad pulled him out of the UCLA commitment. He went overseas, which is illegal for playing overseas and going back to the NCAA. And then on top of that, he had his own shoe, which is also illegal for the NCAA. So he wasn't eligible to play for college ball. And then he has to go to overseas to play the G League again, which is like, why? And then he pulled pulled Jello out of UCLA. If Jello, if LeVar let Jello wait, uh, wait a little bit in university, college, he might have gone drafted in like two or three years. If he waited, but you know, LeVar Ball. I could beat Michael in a one on one game right now. <laughs> Get over yourself. You're ruining your kids' futures. But I think Melo Mello has skill. He has a great future. I think he'll make the league somehow, but time will tell. It will be a long journey. Didn't he like grow a lot too? He, like, yeah, he's like a six, seven point guard. Yeah, he's tall now. Yeah. But he's like really skinny and I don't know. He's gonna he's gonna have to build a body a little bit for the NBA. But still has like two Giannis. Giannis transformation. Giannis transformation. Well, that's it for the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. And then till the next one. Uh, later.